Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Interested in starting your own podcast? Then Anchor is the right platform for you. When it comes to creating a podcast and editing and producing, Anchor has all the necessary tools for you to have a top-notch product. Anchor also distributes to your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They even give you the opportunity to make money like we are right now just by having them as a sponsor. The best part? It's completely free to download and use. Download Anchor in the App Store or on Google Play and get your podcast started today. It's time for the Say Hey Podcast, your San Francisco Giants podcast for the real ones. Available on your podcast platform of choice, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. New episodes are released weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Say Hey Podcast and like our page on Facebook. It is episode 23 of the Say Hey Podcast. This is Doug Hayes, a.k.a. Say Hey Doug. It is February 27th, 2021. Let's bring in my co-host, Say Hey Rob. Rob, happy Saturday morning. How's it going, my man? Happy Saturday morning. Uh, it's going pretty good, you know. Got a little notification on the uh, old Giants uh, chatter on Facebook. And I'd just like to say, welcome, Marty Laurie, to the group. I'm sure you're listening. I'm sure you're a big fan of the Say Hey Podcast because... Who isn't? So, so yeah, and uh, I look forward to uh, getting down talking baseball with you, Marty Laurie. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, we're getting some, uh, some you know, local big name media guys in there. It's kind of cool. I mean, we already have Taylor Worth in there. We got Brooks. We got Mark DeLucci now. Now we have Marty. So, uh, pretty cool stuff. Um, Giants Marty. Chatter's definitely growing. Yeah, I um, God, pretty soon we get those game threads going, and my gosh, man, it's all hell's gonna break loose, and I, I can't wait. That that was my main reason for wanting to do that. So, absolutely, here we, here we go, here we go. Um, before we get into it, just want to remind everybody the Say Hey podcast is sponsored by Manteca Bedquarters. Whether you're located in the Bay Area or the Central Valley. Head out to Manteca and visit Manteca Bedquarters for great rates on mattresses from Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, and other top brands. Manteca Bedquarters also has bedroom furniture and bedding accessories located on the corner of Maine and Yosemite in Manteca. Visit MantecaBedquarters.com for more details. Okay, we are about 27 hours away from the first spring training game. And again, we've talked about this before. Yes, these games don't count, but dude... I think especially after coming off of last year's odd season where spring training was, you know, cut short, like literally in half, because I think it got to like what second week of March and then that's when games stopped. And so 
and the thing is, is, is we're going to get into more roster specific stuff in a second, but um, it's just, it's just nice to be able to like watch some baseball tomorrow and it, it is going to be televised. I know it's going to be, I think it's on Chris put in the, the group. It's uh, the angels broadcast, but uh, if you know how to stream stuff, you know, I'm putting air quotes legally or illegally, yeah, uh, right. you can find the angels broadcast. So <laughs> make sure, uh, make sure you get on that because and I was going to close the show with this, but we are going to be having our first game thread on Giants Chatter tomorrow, just like Rob talked about. We'll close with that, Ooh. so we'll get into more uh, about that later. But first off, let's talk about spring training in general because um, yesterday Major League Baseball released some stuff um, with new spring rules. Um, games through March 13th can be shortened to five or seven innings, uh, decided between managers the day before the game. Uh, March 14th through the 30th, games can be chopped to seven innings. Um, through March 13th, managers can um, end inning prior to three outs once pitcher gets to 20 pitches. So if they're on a pitch count, they can, you know, end it there. And also starting March 14th, the three batter rule is in effect. So um, this is obviously about shortened games. Uh, probably some, you know, COVID intentions there too. Let's keep guys, you know around other teams as little as possible, I guess. And then, but also more concerning to arms. Like once, once guys go to a certain pitch count, you know, we can end stuff there. So um, real quick, what are your thoughts on these rules? Do they have any big implications? How do you feel about them? Not to me. I think it's more just trying to please the uh, players more than anything. Cause really ma the managers, you have so many arms in spring training. You know, it's, it's so flexible. You can, if it's up to them and they, they throw everybody for a batter, you know, if it, you know, if they were really had things that their way for the managers, but it's, it's just more about, you know, keep keeping guys fresh and not overdoing it. And, you know, and, and at least, that, at least this way, there, there's no, well, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, there's no, uh, you know, chance of like trying to push guys. Like I, at least, at least temptation. They, they, yeah. Tem, tem, thank you. Temptation. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Because I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's still baseball. It's still competitive. You know, people, if somebody's out there, you know, trying to find find his groove and like you don't you don't want him out there fighting it. You know, during a spring training game, but there's just there's no reason for that. So yeah, like I it's I think it's more for trying to you know just keep the players fresh and you know keeping them out of a potentially bad situation in in games that really don't they don't matter. So like for those non roster in invitees, yeah, I mean that that's a little more uh you know important to it, them it, I, it, it hurts I, them I a little say. bit yeah less look yeah 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 i think it's it, it, it impacts more than than the veterans but you know you and i both know this is all about you know keeping the, the names happy and keeping them healthy for when they when things really matter so yeah i i, I understand it i mean it, there's a there's there's a give and take both, both ways but for the overall stance of the game i think it's you know i'm, I'm with it it's okay yeah, I agree. I'm totally fine with it. Like these, when these came out yesterday, um, I know some people in Giants Chatter were like a little upset about it and mocking it, but like I couldn't care less about it. I, it, it doesn't affect me at all. And I think the, the number one thing, like you just said, I couldn't care less about results. I don't care right. if the Giants go, oh, in what, 26 in spring training or whatever, how many games they're playing. Mm -hmm. um, it's just about getting reps. And this is cliche. Uh, but it's about getting reps, getting innings, and getting ABs. And, you know, 
batting will come around. I'm more concerned about pitch counts and, um, you know, keeping guys healthy, like you said, because I also mentioned in the group yesterday, if, you know, you have these games and say one goes seven innings, well, you know what? A guy that was scheduled to pitch didn't get in the game. He'll throw after the game anyways. It may not be like a live simulated situation, but they're going to throw anyways. They're going to get their reps um, in the cage, you know, if it's regarding bats or in the bullpen regarding arms. So, Guys will get their their looks and they will be ready. And this, I, I'm all for it. In fact, if they just keep this going forward, anyways, if you want to shorten spring training games, fine by me. I, I, it's, it's fine. It's not a big deal. So yeah, and and the Giants have 72 active guys on their spring training roster right now. I think that's the most in the major leagues because the maximum you can have is 75. 75, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. There's there's no way you're going to be able to fit all these guys into every game and, and, and stuff. And so there's, there, there's, there's just no reason to like, there's, there's plenty of games. People are going to, they're, they're going to get their looks. Yeah. You know, whether the, it's, a, it's five innings, seven innings, nine innings, they're going to make it work. Like, and the giants have more tryouts and like taking flyers on guys than almost any team in baseball, I would say. So yeah. 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 Believe me. Like they're, 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 they're going to make it work. It's not really, but the last thing you want is some is somebody getting hurt out there in spring training. That that's that's all. Absolutely, especially with. And let's just talk the Giants specifically. I mean, you got guys like Buster Posey coming off a year where he didn't play at all. Um, just you just want him ready. He's a veteran. He's thirty four years old now. You just want him ready, healthy to go once April first comes around and the Giants are up in Seattle opening up the games that actually do count. And. Um, you know, there's there's some veterans on the scene, but there's also, like you said, a lot of young guys that will need these looks. But four A players, all, yeah, and all exactly. And there's yeah. a lot of four A players right <laughs> now on this roster. And you know, whether because they will get their looks in actual games, but they will also get plenty of reps on side bullpens. You know, live BP within or you know live hitting practice against live pitching um, within the team um in scott cell so they'll be fine i'm not i'm not tripping about it too much at all but yeah you know, and, like, and, we, and like and like yeah like when we say 4a players you know we're talking about guys who are major league guys but have pretty much exceeded all expectations in, in, in the minor league so these these games for those guys in spring training like they, they already know they can play like they're, they're gonna slap around the, you know those those low a arms so yeah and the, and the giants have a lot of those guys so it's yeah for us it's not not big. Yeah, and those guys, you know, that's like your Lamont Wades. That's your Jason yes. Vosslers. Yes. Um, I mean, you could borderline call Logan Webb that. I mean, mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good point you bring up there. Um, tomorrow, 12.05, Angels, Giants. Um, you know, it's, it, and I just want to reiterate, uh, if, whether you've been listening to us and we, for, you know, since the beginning or for a while now, we appreciate it, or if you're newer – um, if you're a newer listener to the Say Hey podcast, um, I just want to point out w- what we're going to start doing this year. We kind of did uh, – we would do series breakdowns and, like, recaps this last season. And um, I don't know how Rob feels, but that I, it's just not really my forte. Um, I think we'll kind of do, like, overall reviews and recaps and, and maybe even some previews. Um, but we're not going to, like, break down inning for inning, you know, summaries of games and stuff like that. So – Um, what I'm, what I'm getting to is, you know, we're not going to specifically like 
talk about a game. I mean, unless they find a way to get in the playoffs, then we'll maybe do some individual game breakdowns and stuff. But, um, you know, especially it's early spring training starts tomorrow. So we're not going to like talk about the game. Um, But Gabe Kapler did come out and say that Connor Menez, Jimmy Scherfe, Sam Long, Jay Jackson, Zach Littell, Sam Wolf, and Tyler Sire will be throwing tomorrow. So uh, seven arms for sure in spring training game one. So um, I would anticipate these guys are, of course, all on pitch counts. I wonder if uh, Menez is maybe in the 20-25 range. Maybe he can get into the second inning at least. And then after that, it will just be, um, you know, guys probably going for an inning or so. Uh, especially regarding pitch counts. So who, who, who knows? I mean, we'll see. Uh, I'm kind of curious to see the lineup come out tomorrow morning and, and see how guys look right now at the plate. I, I don't care about results, numbers. I just want to see their approach at the plate and see where they're at. They're working on stuff. So for sure, I'm excited for spring training, man. It's been, oh, me too. And, and you know, the first time I feel like for the first time in several years, the cool thing about this, and this leads into kind of our bulk of the, the show today is the Giants have depth. I won't say problem, but like they have a depth problem, which is which is good because you know now it's not just like oh well we have one guy at third or we have one guy playing and left and no like there's there's going to be competition, there's going to be platooning this year, and it's not just with like some guys that are you know you're thrown into the fire and and seeing if they can work out like some of these guys that are not going to play every day can be very productive. And so um, that's what I kind of wanted to get into. And I wanted to start in the outfield. Um, Man, we got guys like Austin Slater, Alex Dickerson, Lamont Wade Jr., who's been getting actually a lot of praises this last week um, out of camp. And then don't forget there's Darren Ruff too, who played more games in left field than he did at first base last year. That's right. The Giants tendered back in, um, you know, I think December, and uh, he's under team control through 2024. So there's a right. lot of options in the outfield. Yeah, um, and that, that's not even mentioned like guys like Jalen Davis, an, yeah. another, another 4A guy who's hit 30 home runs in, in AAA, Correct. but he hasn't done anything at the major league level. Correct. So that's another guy right there. So talk about uh, – Rob, give me your thoughts real quick on like I, – I think we're pretty cemented in right field with Mike Yastrzemski. Sure. Um, I think, you know, we're looking at – a heavy dose of uh, our guy Mauricio Dubon in center. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what do you think is going to go on in left field? And, and I know we have the whole month of March pretty much to find out, like, who's looking good, who's going to get, like, will there be roster changes? Could there be a trade? What's going on in left field, do you think? Well, I think, you know, if we were going right now, we'd have to go with, you know, Dickerson. I think he's the leader in the clubhouse. But, man, with it, with this, you know, injury of or history of bad foot injuries – like that that's where you have guys like Lamont Wade and Jalen Davis, Steven Duggar, you know, and all, all these other guys who really haven't been at big league level for that long. Like Slater, I mean, like, like Austin Slater is going to find his way in, in, into that lineup, whether he, if, if he's healthy. I mean, after last year, yeah, I think, I think he, he has, he has earned that. And I, he's a little more versatile than Alex Dickerson. And in, in, in my opinion, you know, um, then yeah, I got a guy like Jalen Davis who got he he got that early look, you know, at being of of the season last year, and it, it just didn't work out for him. You know, he's striking out way too much, but 
and then I think we'll have we'll probably have Lamont Wade starting starting the year in 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 Triple A because he does have options, and that's that's such a big that's such a big deal. Well, you know, with Farhan, but but yeah, then I got we we talked about Stephen Duggar a, a, a few weeks ago how he has one option left. I believe you said, I believe so. Yeah, one option left, and so you know they're gonna try to figure out what they have in him here, you know, here sooner rather than later so they can make, make a move, whether it's trade, trade him or, 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 or DFA him, who knows, or, or maybe he'll actually start putting the bat on the ball a little bit. And, you know, he, he gets on the roster. Cause I, I, I mentioned with him, I really think he's the best defender they have, you know, out of all their guys. I really believe that. And and then, yeah, like you talked about Darren Ruff, and the, the thing Darren Ruff has going for him and, and why I think there's a, he, he will make this roster is Brandon Belton injury as well with his heel. So he's going to find True. his way. He's going to find his way on, onto the roster. And, you know, he, he was one of those guys last year who, along with Slater, just absolutely destroyed left-handed pitching. And, and, I, and I was skeptical when they brought him back over from, I think, I think it was, he was in Japan for, what, two years or, or Korea? A couple, and, yeah. Yeah, he had, he had like he had like seventy home runs in two years, and kind of just because I th- I believe his last team was was the Phillies, in yes in seventeen or eighteen, and then he just kind of fell off, and literally left base left left the states, and but then he comes over and it looked it looked like another you know diamond in the rough that Farhan found. So yeah, I mean really we could we could talk all 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 day about about these guys, you know, and then that's not even factoring in you know a guy like. Elia Ramos, who we believe is is going to be on this team at some point this year, and I think sooner rather than later, because I don't think you can hold a guy like that down in AAA for for that long. I think he's. I said a few weeks ago, he's the closest thing the Giants have had to a five tool player in years, years. So, man, I mean, I I, I don't know what, what what you think, but there's it's it's for guys, it's for good, it's for the outfield in particular. Spring training is going to be a big deal, and mainly it's just keeping guys healthy. You know, because you you have to assume a few of these guys are going to, are going to go down. That's 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 the the, the, the way the, of of the land in baseball, and you know it's it's really it's going to be a, a fluid situation up until until opening day. I I couldn't really make make a true prediction about who's who's going to be there when it's when it's time to go. Especially, especially in, in, in left field, because that's that's a, that's a spot that's up in the air right now. I think we both agree on that. I I agree with your original statement. I, I'm a I'm very much a pro Austin Slater guy, and I I love watching Alex Dickerson hit too. Um, I I think it, the easy lazy thing to say would be uh, Slater and Dickerson split in platoon out there. Um, right. Obviously, right. Slater had a great year last year. Hit 290 against lefties. Um, showed his power against lefties. Um, so, you know, that's, that's something that I'm looking forward to. I want to see him continue to start in left field against lefties. Plus he's a better defensive option than Alex Dickerson. Yes. But what Alex Dickerson can do against right-handed pitching is, uh, is great. I mean, he can, he can hit the ball, the ballpark at any, any time, and you can put him pretty much anywhere in that lineup and I'd be okay with it. Um, you know, maybe in that five, six area, uh, but you know, it is interesting. Guys like Lamont Wade, who's who they said's look good. Um, he he does have an option left, um, so I agree. I think he's going to start off the year in Sacramento, and I want to see him, you know, get 
a decent amount of playing time down there. Uh, and I, I agree with Jalen Davis. I think he starts down there as well. So you're looking at an outfield in Sacramento of Lamont Wade, Jalen Davis, and Long probably dude. Steven Duggar. Um, so, which is a, that's a good AAA outfield. And then the great thing is, is you have these options of guys that have played um, in the majors, albeit not a ton, but they do have some major league experience. Um, but yeah, I, I anticipate a uh, Slater and Dickerson left field platoon that the, I agree with your statement on Darren Ruff. I mean, Belt very well could start the year off um, on the IL. Um, and that's the regular season I'm talking about um, coming with that, that heel injury, but um, who knows? I mean, you also have other options at first too. You could put Wilmer Flores over there. Um, so, and honestly, you think about him. Yeah. So, and, and I, I wanted to get into talking about him a little bit too, when we get to the infield, but the great thing you could end the episode right now and be like, we can all agree that it is nice having all these options for mm-hmm. once. I feel like it's been so long and credit to Zaidi and Harris for, um, you know, bringing in young guys, bringing in these no name guys, but they, they're, you know, they're following their gut with the analytics and, and we'll see, I think we'll really see in this next week or two, this first week or two, what we have. So um, I think we agree Slater and Dickerson and left and, um, who knows about Darren Ruff, but I, I agree Wade, I think, opens down in Sacramento. Yeah, and the thing that we're going to have to look out for, and this is going to be tough on, on management, it's going to be keeping guys like Duggar and Wade and, and Jalen Davis when they're in AAA. It's going to be hard, you know, keeping them mentally sharp, I, I'd have to imagine, because they, they have nothing to prove down there. They know. Yeah. You know, and that's and, and I think that that's that's a part of baseball with having so many levels where I think we lose sight of that sometimes where, okay, dude, I mean, look at Mac Williamson all those years, yeah. you know, and to, the Todd Lindens. I mean, the Giants have had plenty of guys like that. John Bowker. John Bowker. The guys, too, have just destroyed AAA, but, God, once they get to the, to the bigs, it's, you know, they either, they either don't get the, the necessary ABs or they just – they can't figure it out or there's overwhelmed and boom back they go to Sa- Sacramento and it's and then what once that happens and it's happened with all these guys already many times it's just it's keeping them mentally sharp down there when they're down there basically you know picking on 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 scrubs you know for uh, you know in, in their eyes so that's be something to look, at, look out for too because yeah that's it, it's nice having all, all, all those options and all that depth but ha- being able to manage all that depth is easier said than done well and to a quick point i wanted to talk about uh darren ruff um he he was tendered by the giants uh back in december and signed that one year 1.25275 million dollar deal to avoid arbitration um he does have no he doesn't have any options left but he's under team control right through 2023 so i mean it's like He's got three full seasons left where he's under team control. Does that give him a decent amount of trade value? Could the Giants do a surprising, you know, push here in this next month or so and trade Darren Ruff? Yeah, I mean, I, I could, I could see it if I think a lot of it falls on what happens with with Brandon Bell, what their plan is with with Wilmer Flores, and you know, and I have that that theory that I talked about a few weeks ago where I think. Joey Bart's going to end up playing a, a bit of first base too. 
that's good yeah that's what that's what i've been kind of thinking this whole time but yeah since he does have that 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 club control but so yeah it does make him a solid trade candidate but obviously far farhan has you know he has he sees a lot of value in in, in darren ruff you know he did yeah. go and he did go and get him you know but he but he is older and and if he and if he does get into the season that you know that this year and he's producing once again against lefties and say you have Wilmer Flores looking like he can, he can play first base a little bit and Brandon Belt healthy and, and all, all these other things, you know, fall into place. Yeah, definitely. I could see them, you know, dish him for a guy, you know, 15 years younger than him. Okay. So good start. I, I liked our outfield talk there. I, I think we're on the same page, um, but let's move in to the infield. And I think this is interesting because this is an off season where, you know, last month the giants went out and got, um, Tommy Listella, who can play second, uh, even some first or third. Actually, I forgot Listella can play, yeah, you know, first play every, two. He, so he can play everywhere, exactly. So that makes him very valuable. Definitely a Zaidi platoon option um, and a proven one these last couple of years. Uh, so I would say, you know, regardless of injury, because I think Belt should be ready to go fairly early in this season, kind of like last year. He missed like yeah. that first week and then he was back ready to go. Right. So I would assume Belt's at first. I think most nights you'll see Listella at second. Obviously, Brandon Crawford is going to be an interesting watch this year. Um, last year of his deal, possible trade candidate. Who knows? He'll be at short. And then at third is kind of where things get interesting because you have, you know, an Evan Longoria who's getting older. He's owed a lot of money still through next season. Um, but he's still playing above average baseball. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't get upset, you know, that Evan Longoria is there. Either. But now you look into you have a guy they brought in early in the offseason and Jason Vossler. Yes, he's never played an MLB game, but he's been very promising in uh, the minors. He had several teams after him this offseason, decided to go with the Giants. Um, Smart man. Yeah. And then you got Donovan Solano, who was just a hitting machine last year. And, um, but his big downfall is he's not a great defensive second baseman. Although we have – and he's, he's 34 years old, or 33, 34. And so – but I have heard that he's been working a ton on his glove this offseason. So maybe that could be a surprise. Like, hey, he's – if he could just have an average glove, I'd be happy with it. Right, right, just right. an average glove. Yeah. But Ray, who knows? Ray Durham glove type, you know. I'll, I'll, Ray Durham I'll, was the same way. Ray I'll see it when I believe way. it. Yeah. I'll see it when I believe it. Yeah. But then, yeah, you got another guy in Wilmer Flores, who was a nice addition last year. I believe led the team in home runs, had, what, like 12 home runs last year. Mm-hmm. Um, can play second or first or third. He actually can play anywhere in the infield. Again, not strong defensively, but his bat is uh, is definitely a plus. And the thing, the thing that's unfortunate with this year is <laughs> I know you and I are big we've forever been anti-dh guys but man this is the year that like it would have been really nice to have <laughs> yeah it, it really would have so uh i'll let i'll let you kind of start with your opinions before i go into mine like give me your thoughts on the infield currently of the san francisco giants god it's, i mean this yeah like longoria third i mean if, if everything's okay if everything is going the, the way we we think it's it's gonna go it, we you know, we got longoria third crawford crawford at short you you were gonna have a platoon of sorts with with uh, La Stella and Solano and 
Flores at second base. Second base is is, is the wild card. I think we, we both agree on that. And then Bell yes. first. I Lestella Lestella is going to find his way in the lineup every day in some role. I mean, they they went out, they paid for him. He's playing, That's, and he's a lefty bat. Yes, he and he's he's going to play. He is probably to date the Farhan's biggest free agent signing. So, you, you know, since I mean, it's very small, very small, you know, sample size, obviously. But so you can assure he 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 will be in, in, in the lineup. And yeah, like I've I've heard the same stuff about about Solano. Yeah, he's been working on his glove, you know, and he's he's at that point too where he's trying to extend his his career as well. You sure. know, you know, mid thirties just just had a had a career year, and I I don't know how much this really factors into it, but you know, how, where where his head's going to be at after losing that arbitration case against the giants, I know it's only 650 K, but this is, but he hasn't made a lot of money in, in his career. You have to no. think about that. You There's know? more to this. Of course there is. And they went out and signed Tommy LaStella. And now next thing you know, we have to find where we're going to do with Wilmer Flores because he can't be DH anymore. And he's got power and, Farhan and those guys value power over average and all the other stuff, you know, power and getting on base. Yep. So yeah, like second base is, is a real, is, is, is the wild card. Like we know, well, we know Longoria is and Crawford are both going to spend time on, on, on the IL or DL, DL, whatever we're calling it these days. But I mean, we're, we're, we're talking best case scenarios here and, and everybody's healthy. The guys getting paid are going to play and and with 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 Brandon Belt, you know, I think it's, you know, depending on where the, the Giants' season goes, you know, they might try to try try to dish him off this year too. It's it's the last year of his contract, and say say thing things aren't going well, and the Giants are, you know, ten games out, you know, midway th- through May. I mean, I mean, I hope not, but and Brandon Belt ha- ha- have have having a good year. You know, you, you could you could see him, you know, being a a prime, a prime tra- trade candidate to to a contender very early, and then that's that's going to o- open the door for a, for somebody like Wilmer Flores at first base, you know, and and then a guy like Jason Vossler, you know, we we don't even know what we've never seen him play. No, and we 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 we've heard big things, and and like you alluded to, that was Farhan's very first signing. Like he signed him before Christmas. Like that that's. That's a guy we you know, we have to look out for just based off, off that alone, and then guys like who are going to be on the team this year, you know, guys like Luciano and and Will Wilson, but who are high high drafted talent, and or like Luciano, who's 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 been with with the, with the club now since since he was sixteen seventeen years old. I mean that's. You know, guys like that are are going to make, and and how they do it in spring training, that's going to be a big indication for, for for what what they end up doing in the actual season with Longoria and Crawford, seeing if they try to move move those contracts, you know, based on how how the how the season goes. So, so yeah, like you, you I I don't know what where it's where it's all it's all going to go, you know, to be completely honest with you, but what do you what do you think? I think I'll be blunt right out of the gate. I think Donovan Solano is the perfect trade candidate of course, right now yeah. because I think um, 
and for I mean, you can go on and on for reasons. Coming off a career year, I just confirmed he's thirty three. So you would say, uh, you know, going up against baseball history, he's you know approaching the end of his prime. Um, again, he is a liability with the glove. Um, he's not a huge power hitter. Obviously, he only had three last year. He can he can hit for power, but it's not really there. That's why I think the Giants value Wilmer Flores better. Wilmer Flores is 28 years old. He is he has a club option for next year for fairly cheap. Right. Um, and he hits for more power. And, and you know what? He's more versatile than Donovan Solano. Wilmer sure. Flores can play first. He can play second. He can play third. If you really need him to, he can play short. I think he played some short when he was with the Mets. With the Mets, yep. Yeah, so – Wilmer Flores absolutely is more valuable, even like to me, he is more valuable than Dominic Solano. So I think if, you know, an AL team is out there looking for a DH or, or a guy that can platoon against lefties at the age of 33, and if the Giants can go get a middle-of-the-road arm prospect for him or something, I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Plus, like we started – people off too. Yeah, you know, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, you know, and – but that's the thing, and, and it goes back to don't fall in love with players. Yeah. Love, love the team. And, and it's hard to because of all the success this team's had in the last 10 years. Um, but, you know, it goes back to what we just started off with. Um, you, you know, Solano is, again, he's, he's limited. He's towards the end of his prime right now. Go get something for him. Please, um, please. And and it opens up more options for like a guy like Wilmer Flores, who I would very much anticipate probably gets his club option picked up next year because we don't know what guys like like that. And there's a very, I think there's a very optimistic chance that if everything goes well this year, Marco Luciano will have a chance to make the team next year. Yeah. And obviously, if he makes the team next year at age 20, he's gonna play. Right. So. Uh, it, that stuff's interesting to me. So I say, if you can get something for Solano, you have Flores. Vossler is very much a a, a wild card for me. Um, I, I want to see what he can do. And like I agree with you, Listello's going to play every day, um, yeah. no matter what. I think Vossler's going to yeah, like he he's he, hey, this this front office has been all in on platoons, um, guys that can play multiple positions. And there are several guys on this roster now that can do that. So I, I pretty much agree with you. Yeah. Um, Longoria is going to play Vossler. Who knows? I, I'm, I'm really curious because they did sign him to a major league deal too. So don't forget that. Um, but he does have options. So, I mean, there, there's, there's an opportunity that Jason Vossler could start in Sacramento and, you know, once something happens, if, if Longoria gets hurt or whatever, we could see Vossler up but with the big squad. So, we'll see. Right. And, and for spring training purposes, yeah, it's going to be big to see how guys like, like, like Vossler and Luciano and, and Will Wilson perform because how, what, what they do might, dig, might dictate what their, what their timeline with Dom and Solano is. You know, I mean, yeah. that, 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 that can be a factor if, if they think, okay, these guys are closer that, you know, than we thought, you know, we got to start moving, moving guys around. Now I'm not saying like the first week of the season or, or anything, but I mean, I, I think if there's, you only have so long before you can, you know, not, not trade Dom and Solano. He's going to lose his value here very soon. 
his trade value will never be higher. And if yeah. you don't think there's some bitterness from the arbitration hearing that had to take place, you know, yeah. there's there's a little something going on there. The Giants obviously don't value Donovan Solano as much as Donovan Solano does. And you know what? I get him. Yeah. This is the most valuable he's going to be. Go get that bag, dude. I respect it. I get mm-hmm. it. Um, so we'll see. Uh, but I would say, can, can we say this now on February 27th? Bold statement from the Say Hey podcast. Dominic Solano will not be on the Giants come August 1st. I'm with you on that. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the mound. I want to talk about pitching. And it's been interesting because I remember, you know, a month, month and a half ago when Alex Wood got signed. We were like, okay, well, maybe they can make one or two more moves. Well, dude, they've gone beyond that. (laughs) (laughs) One or two. (laughs) This is obviously, and again, this is also something we could probably agree on. It's boring when we agree because we agree on so much stuff. But I would think that uh, the Achilles heel of this roster is going to be the starting rotation. And so yeah, yeah. Uh, it, and it's not because the talent's not there. I think there's plenty of upside to it. It's just the big question marks of health. And so uh-huh. here, let, let's quickly sum up this. The Giants added Scott Casimir this week, who to a minor league deal, I guess he's throwing 92, 93 recently in bullpens. He has Ooh. not pitched in a major league game since 2016. The Giants made the playoffs that year. Okay. <laughs> that feels like so long ago. So honestly, I'm kind of just like, and, and I'll throw in, they brought in uh, Shun Yamaguchi, the guy who came over from Japan, pitched for the Blue Jays last year. They, they love his splitter. They love his splitter, which they the do. Giants are big on sinker, splitter, keep the ball down stuff. He, was, he used 39% of his pitches last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been said that if he doesn't make the team, he'd possibly be okay with starting out in AAA because if he doesn't make the opening day roster – um, they could, he, in his contract, the clauses, he could become an unrestricted free agent and go sign wherever. Right. And, so, and it's, it's important to remember that, you know, he is 33 years old. He's, correct. He's been pitching for a long time. He's correct. for 14 years in Japan. So I just think it's interesting. And, and the, so those additions, and they also brought in, you know, like a Nick Tropiano who could be used as a, a starter or reliever. Mm-hmm. Um, they're stretching out Caleb Berger to actually, get some starts probably this spring and, and maybe give him some starter innings. So I think we can, I, again, this is probably another thing we can agree on. Scott Kazmir, Shun Yamaguchi. Um, I would even say a Tropiano for sure. In my opinion, I think they start off in Sacramento. Yeah. If, if Yamaguchi's okay with it, obviously. And I think they're just insurance. I think they're pure insurance guys. Yeah. God forbid Aaron Sanchez or a Logan Webb or not a Logan, I'm sorry, Alex Wood or Anthony DiSclefani get hurt, even at, maybe even a Johnny Cueto. The only guy that's been, you know, fairly healthy throughout his career in that rotation is Kevin Gosman. Right. And so um, these guys are just insurance, right? No, they are. And, like, Trapiano, I mean, like, if you look at his, his career, I mean, he's, already, he's already pitched, like, four teams. You know, he's – he, he, had, he had Tommy John, I believe, in 2016. 17, I 17, think. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he, you know, he missed time with uh, forearm soreness, I think, when he was with uh, the Angels. And, and did, did you know he, he, got, he got demoted when he was with the, with the Angels after they signed Tim Linscombe, and Linscombe took his spot on the roster? Did you know that? Yikes. Late career <laughs> Tim Linscombe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I read that yesterday, and I was like, that's kind of funny, but – <laughs> but yeah, I mean that, that that's a guy right there who's yeah he's you know he spent time starting with 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 the, with the Pirates, you know he did did okay, 
and then yeah, got hurt, ends up ends up getting, getting DFA'd, and he's yeah, he's been in and out of bullpen starting you know his 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 whole career, and it's like he's he's strictly like he's he's kind of a lesser version of uh, of, of of Matt Whistler. I think he's he's uh, a potential you know swingman, you know like like I, like I was saying, but you know he is I think he is like. He's pretty old too. I think he's like 32, 33. Like he, he he's he, in his early to mid 30. Yeah, yeah I think he's, he's 33. That's another guy. He's he's he has been around a while and he he's he's seen some shit and he's been through some shit, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, and that's why I I've, I talked about uh the same thing with a uh, with, with Yamaguchi. Like yeah, just because you know we're first you know you know hearing about him, I mean, that that guy's been playing baseball for a long time. Yeah. And and, and yeah, it, it it's always it's really intriguing when a team that is quote unquote quote unquote in, in in a rebuild going out and you know just snagging dudes like and Scott Casimir is 37 you know these are guys that they're just like you like I think you put it perfectly they're just insurance and you know maybe maybe things go right and maybe a team is a team is, is desperate come come summertime and okay well this guy's got a little experience and and they can trade him for a for a prospect who's you know 14 15 years younger <laughs> you, you know you know than, than than these guys and that, that that's the thing man they have just been so 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 diligent and just bring, you know bringing just dudes in and that's why I will never understand why why fans want to say far on and and now now Scott Harris on board you know how these guys are doing nothing god they're doing something every freaking day they've and been it, the most it, aggressive it, it, it's, team it's in hard baseball, to keep track of it. it truly is it is hard for people like you and i who follow this team you know like it's religion you know and <laughs> and it's hard to keep up with with, with, with all this stuff like it, it really is we're and getting notifications every day every day and it's yeah it's just it's really tough i mean it's exciting and it gives us stuff you know stuff to talk about when there's no when there's no games but but for predict where it's all going i don't know man it could be different tomorrow well let's like really dive in because i i i'm a i'm a pitching guy so i i love talking about pitching and and you know thoughts and pitch counts and all that i go into details about pitching but let's talk about the rotation i i think kevin gosman opens up opening day johnny cueto's the two alex wood's the three um disclafani's the four and Anna sanchez is the five and yes. and i've seen a lot of people say that Alex Wood will be the four or five starter. Like, dude, you're not going to go into most series or three games long uh, where they don't see one Southpaw. Like he's got to break up the, he's got to break up the starting rotation and be at least every third day or something. Now you're going to run into that issue with, if you start a a series with Di Sclafani, then you have Sanchez and then Cueto and, or, you know, Gosman and Cueto or whatever. But that's what I think the rotation is going to be. Um, obviously it's very, uh, like you'd like to say a, f- a fluid rotation where it's going to be, there could be a lot of changes through, you know, whether regarding injuries or guys not performing. Um, so what, what's your starting rotation right now? I know it's very early and we got like a month until games actually matter, but if the season started today, who's your five? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I, I got to agree with you. I would probably go Gosman, Cueto. I think, I, I think there's a solid chance because I'm I'm a big Aaron Sanchez guy, I think there there is a, is a solid chance you know he ends up being be, being the three. But unless unless like 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 you were just saying, unless they they are just insistent on getting Alex Wood right there in in, in the middle just to 
just to th- throw things off, off a little bit. But I think, I think if I had to go right now, Sanchez would be a three. I, I'd put what at, at the four and uh, Discofani at the at, at the five. But I mean, those those last three guys though, just just based on the last you know three you know three years, I mean. They could all easily find themselves out, out out of the out of the rotation as as quick as as they're getting into it yeah. for, for injuries or I mean underperforming underperforming I mean it's quite simple like Aaron Sanchez Aaron Sanchez has been nothing but hype his whole career like he's got the stuff and mm-hmm. but 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 Toronto viewed him as as a potential ace to, you know just a few years ago and yeah like tough sledding obviously you know going against those yankee lineups and those red Sox lineups like i mean that's a that's a tough division and then the rays of course so that's not the easiest division of baseball to establish yourself as a frontline starting pitcher you know that's that's tough so yeah it's all it's all just ceiling with him he and and i i I believe it i believe you know he does have 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 a high ceiling so i think they're gonna want to get him on kind of near the you know near the front i think i think a three three spots perfect for him but i i think they value him a lot more than they value desclafani and alex what if i'm being totally honest with you i think the big wild card regarding arms this season is logan webb sure and the giants are very high on him um kind of got you know like he, he threw in 2019 later in the year had like eight starts um, they wanted him to be really ready last year. He had he pitched in 13 games, 11 starts, but um, and actually started his first few starts were actually pretty good. And then, you know, obviously major league hitting um, right. caught up to him. Um, but again, this is a guy who's only, you know, 24 years old, nor NorCal guy from Rockland. Mm-hmm. Um, ha- he still has two minor league options. So I don't think they'll hesitate to put him in Sacramento because he has only um, – seven innings pitched at the triple a level like he in 2019 he pitched 41 and a third in richmond which is the elite pitching level and he he was good you know 218 era uh, his ground ball percentage was almost like 70 percent. he was really good yeah um but then yeah limited in 2019 in sacramento so he kind of got again it's an overused phrase but kind of thrown into the fire last year like hey we need you to start and so he did he was our only um, pitching prospect of of consequence yeah, that so really worth that's shit, true. To be, to be totally honest with you, because Seth Corey wasn't close to being ready. Obviously, no. he's still he's still not ready. Um, so Logan Webb's, I think he's going to start down in AAA. I want to see him get at least ten starts, maybe push something close to fifteen, and then we can kind of reassess reassess him come like maybe uh, July first, if if all goes well. Um, you know, at the major league level, whether they don't need to bring him up and, and, and fill in for an injury to the starting rotation. So I want to see Webb get, you know, at least like a hundred innings down in Sacramento. Let's see how he, let's see how he goes. Um, you know, the other interesting ones are, uh, like I said, Tropiano and, and Berger. I'm kind of curious to see how they do. Like we started off with Connor Menez is starting tomorrow. Um, who it's going to be, you know, a short outing tomorrow for him, but, a guy that could be a lefty option to start. So um, the, the, the starting rotation is going to be interesting to watch. I think even more interesting, though, is the bullpen. And I've been very high on this bullpen. I don't know why. It's not even close to cemented. 
I just have a gut feeling that this is going to be like a top. I think there'll be a top 10 bullpen this year. Okay. I really do. I thought you were get really crazy and say top five, but yeah, I no, can no, see, no, no, I can no, see no, top no. 10. Yeah. I, you know, I think they sneak into a top 10 bullpen somewhere between eight and 10, somewhere in there. And I, I this is going to be the part of the club that somehow, some way keeps the giants in a race. And I'm using air quotes again, in a race, keeps things competitive into September. Um, and so I've been high on Camilo Duvall. So are reporters and Gabe Kapler. They say he looks really good. He's mm-hmm. 23. Um, I love his low release guy throws high nineties would love Camilo Duvall to make the opening day roster. And then you got the, you know, Daniel Nunez, the 24 year old that they got in the rule five draft from the Mets. Oh yeah. Um, Kervin Castro, who I told you before, show he's looking thick, man with two C's baby. Yeah. Two C's. He's 22 years old. You really said that. Yeah. I really did. He's 22 (laughs) years old. And then uh, uh, another, like we said, there's daily moves. The Giants brought back Jordan Humphreys, uh, claimed him off of waivers from the Mets. Was it yesterday or Thursday? So there are plenty of young arm options there. And, um, and again, John Brabia is coming off of Tommy John. He's hopefully available maybe by June, maybe July. Um, and then Matt Whistler coming off a career year. Yep. Reyes Marantes back. Like this bullpen – could be very good. Like, give me your thoughts overall on the bullpen and, and who are you looking forward to the most maybe this spring? Well, you know, guy I look forward to seeing a, a lot is a guy that you didn't even mention. That's uh, Harlan Garcia. I've, I've been very, very high on him ever since, yeah. he played, ever since he played for the Marlins. And he, and he performed last year, like, like big time. Like he, I, you know, they don't view him as a, as a closing option, obviously. But last year when they didn't have one, you know they 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 went to him a, a few a few times late in games and and he got the job done. I I want to say he went his first like seven, seven or eight appearances with, without give, giving up a run. Like he he was nails, he he truly was. And then and yeah, like I I'm 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 with you. Like guys like guys like Camilo Duvall and 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 Reyes Maranta, you know, coming back. Like that's that's gonna kind of lessen the, the impact. Guys like. Sam Selman are, are going to have like, like, like Selman, Selman ha, has a, a, lot, a lot of value, obviously, you know, you know, being, being a lefty, but, but if say, cause you, you talked a little bit about, about Caleb Berger, you, you know, potentially being stretched out as a starter. And if I think if we've learned anything, it's that if Baron is experimenting with Caleb Berger, potentially being a starter at some point, that fool's going to be a starter. I, I, <laughs> I you, you, you know, I think, I think we, yeah. we, we, we've learned that over the years. So, so potentially, you know, we, 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 we talked about lefties in, in, the, in the rotation and how Alex Wood's, you know, the only one. Berger moves in the, into that rotation. You know, that's going to free up a spot for a guy like, like Sam Selman. And uh, the, the, the guy I'm kind of – oh, and, and I forgot about Wandy Peralta too. That, that, that's another lefty. Well, they got Jake McGee now too. And, and, Jake McGee, and, and we're Jake hearing McGee. that if they do have a closer, like he's actually probably the leading candidate. Right yeah, now. like I say, uh, Jake, Jake, Jake McGee, McGee's a, a, a back-end guy regardless, eighth or ninth yeah. inning regardless. Yeah. yeah, you If there's anything sure about the bullpen, that's it. But then, yeah, guys, guys like those middle relief guys like Sam Selman and, and Wandy Peralta, it's going to be interesting to see – where they where they fall in, but then the the, the guy I, I can't figure out what his role is going to be, and 
I think, you know, we saw last year, he's going to get a, a chance. He's going to get, get an opportunity regardless. It's Tyler Rogers. Tyler Rogers. And, yeah. and I, I don't know, man. Like, if, if this bullpen is half as good as we're projecting it's going to be, I don't know what the hell he's going to do. I yeah I agree. Um, and <laughs> I'm trying to pull up his his numbers real quick again because there's one thing we do know, and that's Gabe Kapler loves Tyler Rogers. Yes. Um, you know he's he's 30 years old. He's got that funky low submarine release. Um, he kind of was like a spurts guy last year. Like he he would look good for a few games and then he would look really bad. Um, yes. I I have not given up on on Tyler Rogers, and I know he had a great um, 2019. Uh, I mean, he only appeared in 17 games that year, but he looked good in those 17 games. Mm -hmm. So I am interested in see how he does this spring. I think he's definitely one of those wild cards too that, you know, could be a guy to watch. And I remember we did a couple weeks ago, we did our top five guys to watch, you know, going into spring training. Realistically, we could have like, uh, you know, confidently named off probably 15 guys that like, hey, we need to watch this guy, watch this guy. And Tyler Rogers is in that. Um I think he's, he does have a lot of upside, but I do fear with his release that he could lead to a lot of home runs. And that's because mm -hmm. that ball's coming up. It's like, it's like a rise ball and softball, you know, especially the fastball when he's throwing it, it's going up in the zone and, you know, major league pitchers are going to, our hitters are going to make guys like that pay. So I am interested to see what uh, Tyler Rogers can do, but I am, I'm very high in this bullpen. Um, I think they'll at <laughs> worst, I would say this confidently at worst, they're going to be better than they were last year. And it, yes, goes back, it goes back to, like, what you said even during last season. You know, a lot of people question Gabe Kapler's um, strategy and usage of the bullpen. Well, you know, it was a shortened season, and a lot of these guys are AAA, even some AA arms that he knows nothing about. I don't think anybody in the freaking organization knew much about a lot of the guys that got some run last year. Um, so they would throw them out there, and now – we kind of have an idea of the guys that are back, the Garcias, the Berrigers, the Selmans, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, so we're going to have a little more knowing power, I would say, for especially for Gabe Kapler when he goes out there and he needs to make a pitching change. So yeah. last year they literally called up the River Cats bullpen and said, go get them. It was the Sacramento River Cats bullpen. Yes. They didn't spend a dollar. On the bullpen, they had Tony Watson and Trevor Gott. Those were the only major league arms. And then Tyler Rogers, if you want to get really, really technical. <laughs> you know, those were the only major league arms, ready arms that, that they had. Everything else, I mean, it was open tryout. And I, I don't say that lightly. That was an open tryout for those guys last year. It was like, okay, yep. you, want to, you want to feature on this team? Okay, here's where you start. Go. No pressure. And, yep. and yeah, so, yeah, Gabe Kapler made, you know, you know, made, made some – some dumb decisions last year, you know, right in the bullpen. Like we talk about him sticking with Tyler Rogers every freaking day, you, you know, for, you know, ending in a third, ending in two thirds, I mean, back to back days against the freaking Dodgers. Yeah. We talk about that all. You or know. Trevor got that, yeah, that or Trevor you know, prolonged <laughs> yeah. spell and, and, you know, but I, and regarding Trevor got real quick, I don't mean to cut you off, but like, I am kind of glad that he cleared waivers because we've agreed that like he does have some stuff. And so he's going to start the year off most likely in Sacramento. I want to see how he does there. And then maybe he's a late season call up and uh, he's figured some things out. So, yeah, I, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing just how, how he responds. Like I was, I was kind of hoping for his sake, you know, somebody would pick him up and be like, 
hey, you know what, you know, we can, you know, you come, you come here, you know, we, we can sort you out and then maybe he can resurrect his career and be back to, uh, cause I mean, two years ago, I mean, he was, he was pretty solid down there in the pen. He didn't have a huge yeah. role or, or anything, but he had, he had, he had a solid year if I remember correctly. And then last year, okay. Um, we got nobody and obviously there was something in Tony Watson's uh, contract where it said, okay, I'm not closing. So because, <laughs> because I mean, that's all I could figure out last year, you know, why he didn't get more closing opportunities, but yeah, they, they just said, okay, man, you're the guy. And he just, he didn't have the, the, the makeup for it. And now, yeah, he's clearly going to end up in triple a, you know, the, to, to start the year. And I just hope he can, figure it out and just kind of kind of reset a little bit because yeah he, he's he's got the stuff you know we we've seen it just gotta figure it out and then yeah. kind of the last name that people have been talking about um i'm not high on him i don't think you are either he's gotten some tyler Beatty. um he's obviously ah yeah uh you know he's on that he's gonna start season on the 60 day il so uh he wouldn't even probably be available until closer to summertime right um but, you know, a, another guy, we'll see. We'll see how he, he is in the bullpen. I'm sure he's at least, like, almost starting to throw. I, I can't confirm that because I haven't really heard anything news-wise specifically about Tyler Beatty. So, Me neither. Like, I, I don't even know if he's really playing catch yet. I yeah, he may not know. be. So, um, and, you know, it takes time to get your arm, especially coming off uh, Tommy John. So, we'll, we'll see. We'll see yeah. with Tyler Beatty. So. It, it'd be nice to see, you know, you know what he's got at, at some point. But, yeah, like – maybe depending on where they are in the standings you know later in the year maybe he could some get some game reps who who knows but if i mean i, I you got to believe it, you know if the team's competing it's gonna be hard to get him in there but i'll tell you what if he this is just me if he finds his way you know come july or august back into the starting rotation i think the giants are in trouble that means they're struggling and he's the insurance guys didn't work out and they're having to fall back on Tyler Beatty yeah, again. And, and and they're, they're, they're just playing out the string. Exactly. Yeah. Is that playing for 2022? So, yes. Um, yeah. Good stuff, man. I, I, I kind of wanted to just go over from the outfield to the infield to pitching. We didn't even talk about uh, catching at all, but nah. I think we all know it's going to happen there. Buster Posey's going to be there. Um, would expect Joey Bart to get a significant amount of ABs in Sacramento and AAA, but wouldn't be surprised if we do see him up um, at some point this year. Uh, yeah. So, and hopefully our boy, uh, Kirk Sally, you know, is uh, healing from his hammy bone surgery or whatever yeah. he, he had going on. That, 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 I, just, I call that the, uh, the uh, Pablo. Pablo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, injury. So. Since he did both. Yeah. Yeah. He did both. <laughs> and so yeah, hopefully he's, he's good to go here pretty soon because, you know, Baron goes out, signs a guy. You know, I'm automatically intrigued to see what what he can do because you know, he's Baron's got a good track record. So yeah, let's let's see it, Kirk or Sally. Exciting times, my friend. Spring training first game starts tomorrow. Angels and Giants, twelve oh five, which God. leads me into our closing of. Hey, make sure if you're not on Giants Chatter, get on Giants Chatter. We will be doing a live game thread, our first live game thread of the group's history tomorrow um yes. you know we'll be discussing pitch by pitch stuff we can all talk and converse on there um so very excited about that and again yeah make sure if you're not on giants tw uh chatter uh hit the link it'll be on the show's description or on my link tree link you can just click giants chatter and join that way as well uh, make sure you are getting on the and again remember 
we just got the big Marty Lurie on there this yeah, morning. Yeah, I was so. just about to say, if Marty Lurie's on, <laughs> that means you should be on too. And Marty we'll Lurie is in that. Giants chatter. Yeah. So, hey, uh, Rob, great talking to you. Next week, we got a big show planned up for next Saturday. Got a couple guests coming on. Little teaser there. Um, so, uh, until next time, for Say Hey Rob, Rob, Say Hey Rob. For Say Hey Rob, this is Say Hey Doug. Go Giants. Go Giants. When the Giants come to town, it's bye-bye, baby. Every time the chips are down, it's bye-bye, baby. History's in the making at Candlestick Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.